It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. If you're recovering from some Halloween revelries or, I mean hasn't even happened yet, but all the ha- Halloween parties seem to have happened. And of course, there are horrific events in Seoul in South Korea where we've seen the death toll now rise to 154 largely teenagers and youngsters in their 20s dying uh, after the uh, stampede of the crowd uh, in, in Seoul. Absolutely horrific events. So many of those horrible stories coming out this weekend. But our focus this morning is going to be largely on what is happening uh, in the UK. With uh, It's very likely the official figures today will show that the number of channel migrants who've arrived on dinghies this year since January the 1st will have topped 40,000. It was 39,500 on the figures from Saturday. So I think we can safely say, given we're looking at over 800 coming a day, that it will already now be over 40,000. Those people then sent to processing centres like Manston, where we saw that horrific petrol bomb attack. A couple of people uh, injured. And the man responsible then believed to have taken his own life at a garage nearby. And then, of course, uh, people being overcrowded in these centres because, of course, there are so many people arriving. Countries, uh, hotels being booked up en masse by the government to house these people at huge cost, millions every single day, a couple of billion a year, and no sign of any of this stopping. I want to hear from you this morning. As Channel Migrants say, top 40,000, the asylum system grinds to a halt, millions being spent on hotels. Why do you think the government has yet to get the migrant crisis under control? Well, what's, what's stopping them? What, what is the issue? Is it that do they not have the will? Do they not have the way? Do we, are we blaming the French for everything? Um, what's going on? Is it, is it the human rights lawyers? Tell me, why do you think the government has yet to get the crisis under control? Because people don't think it's a crisis, frankly. Your stark staring bonkers because it is. Uh, well, put, get uh, your answers to me uh, on Twitter at TalkTV or you can text the word talk to 8722 and tell us what you think. Um, joining me this morning, I'm delighted uh, to say, is Sam Armstrong, who's a commentator. And um, I'm sure this is a, a question that you've uh, wrestled with as well. What, what, why do you think that this issue is just, it, it seems to be an issue for, for, you know, Prime Minister after Prime Minister, 12 years of a Tory a government, you, you kind of think they'd have got on top of this by now and it's getting worse. Yeah, and what really frustrates me is the public are continually told that 
we're on top of this. We're going to fix it. Just around the corner, we're going to solve this solution. And just listening to you there talking about the number of hotel rooms booked up in this country, it's just appalling to me. People have been wrestling with the problem of homelessness in this country for yeah. decades. It has been continually put to the government, well, why don't you put them up in hotels? Why don't we come up yeah. with temporary accommodation? Can't do it. Money's not there whatsoever. Except during lo- except during lockdown when they, they had to be put Except yeah. during lockdown, except unless they're an asylum seeker. It, it seems that the government is prepared to pull out all the stops to, to solve this problem because it can't begin to wrestle with the underlying issue, which is the human rights uh, regime we have in this country, simply is not permitting the government to treat these yeah. people like what they are. It, but exactly, and the, the Telegraph this morning has got a front page, migrants side by side in hotels with public. And of course, immediate criticism of that is if somehow this is a terrible, terrible thing to write. Well, this is a big concern. If you go to a hotel... Um, and, and, and the people in the next door are, are, you know, some Albanian supposed pretend asylum seekers, but actually from, a, you know, let's face it, people who paid a criminal gang to get them into the country. I'm sorry, that would be a concern to me. It doesn't make me a bad person. Um, it's one thing them block booking hotels, but you were saying to me a little bit earlier, you know, knowing of people who've had to sort of abandon businesses um, which involved you know, travelling to hotels because th- there are so few hotel rooms available because they're all being booked up. Yes, that's absolutely right. If you try anywhere around the country, pick, uh, if you're listening to this, a, a hotel in a regional town, try and see of the hotels there how many you can stay in tonight. The answer is less than half. And you think, oh, that's great because they're really busy. But yeah, do we, are these people who want to be busy with? What we'd like them to be busy with is, is American tourists spending lots of money in the local economy, in theatre and restaurants and, and, and bars and, uh, and, and tourist attractions. But, but they're not. I mean, this is, again, this is a serious, serious issue. Um, again, in terms of what is actually stopping them, we, we're told that there's going to be this rapprochement between Rishi Sunak and uh, Emmanuel Macron. He didn't say she, he was a, the jury was out when I asked her, he and him and Liz Truss, Emmanuel Macron, friend or foe. He said, friend, immediately, friend. I mean, you can be as friendly as you want with Emmanuel Macron. Is he going to help with this issue? It is not going to make the blindest bit of difference. Uh, even if the French were to put a policeman on every single yard of the beach, the migrants would simply find another way around. Uh, this problem will not, will not, will not finish until the government sets a message that if you come to this country illegally, paying dangerous organised crooks to get here, you're going back home. Yeah, it's, yeah, you're not staying. We don't care where you go. Um, lots of attacks on Suella Braverman. Um there's big issues over this uh, migrant processing centre in Dover, where which doubles up, you know, numbers I think twice what they should be, um, and then of course people have been moved into um, uh, Manston processing centre. More, more have been squashed into other places because and to and to hotels and things because of that firebomb attack that we saw, a sort of petrol bomb attack. A, a man, I mean, it's extraordinary images of him throwing out a petrol bomb. He was everyone claimed that he was people who saw him that he was laughing as he did it. Three petrol bombs. Thankfully, only two minor injuries to people. Um, but he then later went on to a garage and then killed himself. Now, we don't know this man's motive. Um, it may have been a mental health issue. It may have been, I don't know, a far right issue. We don't know what his motives were. Uh, and, and when we find out, that may tell us something. But um, 
I don't think I don't think that is the view of many people in this country or vast majority of people who who don't want channel migrants to be here, to be allowed to be in the country and to be spending years here. Um, but but would certainly not wish any violence. I mean, you don't want people dying in the channel either. Um, but there is a lot of issue in terms of the conditions they're kept in. Now, Robert Jenrick, the immigration minister, he made a visit to um, Manston uh, a Critical uh, a Cranston, um, a Migrant Processing Centre. Um, and he said that it was an intolerable situation in terms of overcrowding. That is quite a big thing for a minister to say about something that is actually within his own brief. Uh, yes, it, it it is very unusual. I mean, Manston is just a bizarre situation in the first place. I spent a lot of time down there. It's an airport. It's it, it is a runway that was sort of quite shamefully abandoned, uh, and is about to get set back up as a as a freight airport for the country. It's clearly not set up right. But you've got to sympathise with the government. They simply weren't expecting these numbers to suddenly turn up. Yeah. If you've got to get rapid accommodation for people for tens of thousands of people you would think about putting them uh, in tents. And until, frankly, we're able to get these numbers under control, we're going to force the government to continually have to rapidly respond uh, to come up with solutions. And and we know that governments are not very good at that. So it's a diphtheria outbreak so far. Well, I mean, I think in truth, given that where a lot of these people are coming from, where the, the conditions have been in Calais, we're yeah. lucky that it's not an outbreak of something far, far more well, serious. I have to say also, I saw the reports about this diphtheria outbreak. That's terrible. But that, well, why has there been a diphtheria outbreak? Because people who've got diphtheria have arrived in the country. I mean, they didn't just magically appear from nowhere, did it, for goodness sake? It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, in terms of these numbers, 40,000, the numbers expected to to reach that. Uh, I mean, it was, you know, it was, again, it was you know, 39,500 uh, from the figures we had on Saturday. By this morning, it'll have topped 40,000. We're looking at 800, 900,000 coming a day. Of course, it completely depends on the conditions. It's got very, very mild weather the last few days. But we may get some more mild weather coming to the end of the year. Um, given, given how much higher these numbers are, I mean, last year, it was 28,461. Uh, the year before that, in 2020, bearing in mind lockdown, 8,466. In 2018, it was 299. Now, part of this is the fact that people are not coming through other routes. They're not coming on the lorries so much. They're not sneaking over the Eurotunnel. When you put security up elsewhere, I mean, as your point about if you try and stop the Channel migrants from France, they'll just find another route. They will find another route. But we've also seen this massive, massive increase in the numbers uh, coming from Albania. Not a war-torn country, part of NATO, applying to join the EU. Give me a break. Yeah, uh, Julia, you and I are both old enough to remember when Nigel Farage uh, very presciently started warning about this a few years ago. The blue ticks on Twitter started coming up. Oh, well, the data shows these are hardly any. And Nigel Farage said, no, it's going to get worse. He was right. They were he wrong. He was savaged for it as well. Absolutely savaged. And not one of those people will today apologise, be held accountable or okay. anything of the sort. Sam, I'd like to point out that all of these people are fleeing desperation and persecution. And they are, to a man, all about 20 years old. Nevertheless, they are all completely fully trained engineers, physicists, plumbers um, and, and emergency doctors. So I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Julia, I sympathise with their desire yeah. to flee the European Union. Uh, I voted to do exactly <laughs> not, the same. They're not even in it, but there we are, yeah. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley-Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 